Say when. Hi, kids. Greetings. Hello. Welcome to the Illuminati Podcast, presented by RP Electrical Solutions LLC. Call them at 813-949-2390. One more time. 813-949-2390. And find them on Facebook at RP Electrical Solutions LLC. Now it's hurricane season, y'all. Sometimes your electricity goes out. Sometimes fuses blow. Who are you gonna call? RP, RP Electrical, Electrical Solutions. Solutions LLC. So be sure to call them at 813-949-2390. Again, that was RP Electrical Solutions LLC at 813-949-2390. Thank you to RP Electrical Solutions for all of your support of the Illuminati podcast. I'm still questioning why you're doing this. That's <laughs> fair. That Are you out of your minds, people? Very you, fair. Thank you. For, we'll cash the check. <laughs> really? I mean, really? What are you, crazy? <laughs> Kids, right? <laughs> All right. So, guys. Hi. Busy, busy week. No, it's, no, it's, uh, it's Nathan. It's, awesome. it's Senator Giggity. Hello. Uh, it's Vito. And unfortunately, Colin's here, too. Well, it's my house. So. Well, fair. <laughs> I guess you have to be there. We came here. He ended up being here. There's nothing we can do about it. The door was open. The door was open. Yeah. And your neighbor has a gigantic cat. Yeah, it's a Florida Black Panther over it is. there. <laughs> it, like, it distracted me so much, I walked up to the wrong goddamn porch. He, did. he my, was on the other porch. He neighbor, was on your next door is it what, porch. Was it just sitting out on the porch? No, it was, yeah, a, it was over, uh, on the other, on the other side, side of you. Yeah. It was huge. Oh, they're so nice. Yeah, they have they have more than that animal over there. Oh, they have okay. Several, well, I was like, I was so distracted by the size of the cattle. Like, they I also have them, a Bengal like, tiger. I'm like this porch is <laughs> small. Way too nice for Colin's house. <laughs> so, um, USF beat Georgia Tech. Woo! Yes, we have the sunburn faces to prove it. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, I I, I'm, I look pretty good. I'm no, not going to lie. You just have no, your freckles. No, you you just look pasty and then mixed in with a. Eventually, lot of your freckles will all connect red. to a tan. It's like a red pasty. It's much more binary than blended. You look like a melted crayon. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. It works for me. Um, um, So we got Illinois this week in Chicago. But I think uh, overshadowing or I guess bearing the lead today Uh is Dr. Judy Genshaft has announced that she is retiring. What? I, what? July, huh? Effective July 1, 2019. <clears throat> oh. This happened? It, That's not yes, a birthday gift yeah. at all. So I may or may not have written about this. Um, I think on the whole, her legacy will definitely be looked upon Favorite. overwhelmingly positively yes. um, in terms of preeminent status, in terms of growth of 
endowment and gro- growth of the campus in terms of infrastructure. It's a totally different school than when I went there. It's a different school even than when Nate graduated from there. So mm-hmm. it's like it's changed completely. Absolutely. Um, she's done a lot of good things. That can't be discounted. Absolutely not. And and as much as we just want to focus on what happened academically, and I think actually one of the things that she will get to see is the opening of the medical campus downtown, which is yes. a huge accomplishment um, to get that done and to partner with Jeff Vinnick and all the whole Water Street project to make that happen. So again, like there are massive things that she's done for the university. In terms of athletics, I think the record is definitely more mixed. Um, I don't think that's unfair. Absolutely. No. But, um, you know, she... We're an athletics podcast. She, so. We're an athletics podcast. And so she was here when we, you know, she, she, she fired Jim Levitt. She which, hired Skip Holtz. She, she fired Jim Levitt and she was instrumental in hiring Skip Holtz. Um, Beat I, Florida. Right. That's what I'm here for. So. Were you? The thing about um, her legacy is, is that I think she had to fire Jim Levitt. I don't think, like, if you lie to a university investigation, you probably got to get canned. Mm. And yes. I think on the whole and on the evidence is, is that Jim Levitt lied and tried to obstruct a university investigation. I don't and, think that's even was, a question. This was before it was fashionable. Yeah. I mean, but it, you hear the stories years later as they come out and it continues to, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, like we all, I think we all knew at the time, but even so more now, it's pretty, pretty solid that. It didn't help he plateaued the previous two years. Yeah. Um, that's the thing is like, if he goes, you know, in 07, if they go, you know, 12 and 0 instead of eight, Losing nine the and fucking four. Rutgers. God, ah, fuck you Rutgers. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, so oh, and damn it, Greg Schiano, and and Cincinnati that year, and then somebody else, Caleros. Yeah, I mean, like that was was that that was in 07. was it? No, no, Claris, no, that was not the Claris was like oh nine, yeah. The oh seven was the crazy growthy throws thirty eight thirty four homecoming game that was insane, right? And growthy throws like five picks and five hundred, and we'll have a connection to that Cincinnati game later in our uh, Georgia Tech uh, recap. Okay. So there you go. That's a teaser. But like, I just wonder what would have happened. Foreshadowing. What what would have happened if you know that had, you know, come out differently? So I I, I don't think we'll ever know. But you know, I think she did the right thing by firing Levitt. She helped get us into the Big East Conference. She has to be given great credit for the way that that transition was handled. Her and Leroy Selman did an amazing job. And then she was also in the NCAA chair of the NCAA board of directors, and I think she was also the chairperson of the conference, uh, the Big East Conference presidents, if I'm not mistaken, as well. As while why Rome fell, while Rome fell, um, you know, and you know Pittsburgh and Syracuse pull up stakes and say we don't want to be a part of this media deal. We get out and just you know and once then that the happened, Catholics take over, and then the Catholics took over, and then we had the split, and we were on the wrong side of the split, and we were not appropriately prepared, and that's where we are in the the, the morass that we're in now. That's the way the Big East crumbles. <clears throat> so you know she gets credit for. She gets credit and she gets some blame too. And the facilities, like we have good facilities. They're not phenomenal by any stretch. You know, um, we still play. We have raised, you know, almost no money towards a, an on-campus stadium. And I know that's, you know, a long way off, but I think other people would argue that, that it's okay to be playing in, at Raymond James. And I think her philosophy has been Ray J is okay. Um, <laughs> and by those button. contracts signed, yeah. uh, the lease agreements. Correct. So... You know, it's a definitely a mixed legacy in terms of athletics, but you can't take away the no, things she did. The academic accomplishments are amazing. Right. I uh, may have had some friends today sit in the room and explain to me that when she took over, it was a joke that we would be a top research university. And I agree. now yeah. we absolutely are. 
where it, it, it was said to me earlier today that we went from a good school to a great school. And that is very impressive. And that's by somebody who has been there longer than Judy. So the U.S. News and World Report rankings came out a couple of days ago um, and USF moved up in those rankings. Now, you should never use those to judge any we're university. 59. We're 59. Right. But we're actually better than that because those rankings are a joke. And, like, you can't use that as a definition of success. Um, but the the thing that should be used is that this school is going to be an AAU school probably sometime in the next 10 years. And to join that fraternity of 62 institutions that are the ones that matter, um, to get into that club, to be probably, you know, only the second school in Florida to get into that club, because we'll probably get them before Florida State does just on research dollars. Um, that's huge. And so, you know, she'll get a lot of credit for laying that groundwork. All right. Absolutely. Um, Next. Yeah. I mean, you're not in, you don't get to stay at one place for 19 years if you're not doing something right. And well, it is Florida. It is USF. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you stay forever, baby. Fair. (laughs) Fair. Well, no, she was, she was always around for the athletic events. And I think that's what endeared her to the student population. She was in front of the Because if you ask anyone that has graduated within the last, Six years, I think everyone's like, oh my God, I love Judy. And then you talk to, so you talk to people who've been around the university for a long time outside of just graduating and coming and going. Um, and you can tell that there are some flaws in her, her track uh, impenetrable not, yeah. ar- armor. Her tracker is not perfectly clean and that's well documented, but. She's done more bad than good, or sorry, more good than bad. <laughs> Forty and slim, um, and you can't fault her for it. She she didn't do everything the way we would have done it, would have done it, but we're not goddamn multimillionaire presidents university. It's a it's a tough gig. Um, I, I don't want. It. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want this I job. Like president of the United States is actually you know requires work. So the irony is is that so Fair. many people are coming for this job too. Like there are so many people who want this job. Phrasing. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> there are, I mean, people are really angling. I heard Eric Brooks is up. <laughs> you know, I've heard John Gurdon might be available. <laughs> he might be soon. Jesus Christ. Hey, oh my I God. That Jesus, that last night. Holy crap. Wait, what's Rich Passaccio? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong uh, pants for USF president. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, so, one of my, my favorite Judy story is still the night before we played the Gators. Are we doing this? Is this on recording this? Yeah. Oh, okay. I can tell the story. Yeah. So we're, we're, um, the night before we play the Gators yeah. when Greenberg Opolis was still open, uh, this would have been December. What the of hell two- is Greenberg Opolis? So we set up a tent city outside the Sundome for, to follow a men's basketball team that we thought was going to go to the NCAA tournament. They didn't go to the NCAA tournament, <laughs> but, uh, this would have been 2001, 2002. It would have been BB <clears throat> Walton and Altron Jackson senior year. Uh, Reggie Cohn was the point guard. Yeah. Reggie Cohn was the point guard. Yeah. So we we basically set up tents and we camped out literally the entire season. Like even nights when the team was like on a ten day road trip, we were still out there in tents. Like it was it was so a different time. So this is a basketball game. This is a basketball. Okay. Game. So the night before we play the Gators is still the largest party ever in the history of USF's campus. Yeah. There were fifteen hundred people out there. Um, the the uh, band Nickelback had performed somewhere on campus that night. They were out playing beer pong. 90s as fuck. <laughs> Actually, this is after the turn of the century, but barely. Um, still counts. It still counts. So my favorite Judy image will be 
and um, my fraternity was out there and one of my fraternity brothers brought his truck and just backed it up. So I don't know if that grass patch is still on the north side of the Sun Dome, but there used to be a grass patch there and that's where everyone was. Okay, and Judy's in the back of the truck oh. with a red Solo cup in her hand, um, drinking out of the keg and just like bonding with students. And it was like a really cool image. And like, so she was always out at events and she had always been very forward, positive facing for the university. And so I think she deserves great credit for that. Last thing about Judy replacements. We got Houston president. I'm right here. So here's the thing. Um, I don't know what Renew Couture's plans are. And I know she's making 150 grand less. Somebody said on Twitter, I haven't fact checked that, but somebody said on Twitter, she's making 150 grand less than she was here. I don't know how she feels about her current job. I don't know if she's better or less job. I know this. Everyone who ever worked with her, and I I met her like twice in my life, and I went to events, and I know people were on committees with her, but um, I, no one has been more impressive as a, as in a leader um, that is more beloved by everyone than I've her. I've never heard that name before, but I've heard that name more in the past two days. You never heard of her before? You yeah. didn't? She was our provost before Ralph Wilcox. I uh, So she was just I, beloved. And I don't know if she wants to come back to Tampa. I don't know what her life plans are, but I mean, she, that's the reach candidate. There's your Michael Kelly. Now go get her. If you can't get her, then do an Send Michael search. Kelly to get her. <laughs> yeah. And I really am interested to see who's on the search committee now. I'm hearing rumors of names, but we're going to know by the end of the week. Um, so it's we'll just, see. It's, it's us. We'll see. It is yeah. us. I, I was, you know, I think I should get a seat. I think there's no way, I mean, you know, how could they deny me one at this point? Like I've been around all of this stuff. I've probably written about it more than any single human being. I and think that, I should. And right there is why. And that's, that's exactly why they will never, ever, yeah. ever let, they won't let me near the, I'm probably not allowed on campus while they do those meetings. Yes, yeah, for very different reasons. <laughs> anyway. We were talking about men's basketball before, by the way. Men's basketball. That's right. People used to go to men's basketball games at USF. <laughs> Remember those days? <laughs> I think Brian Gregory is going to turn it around. Mr. Giggity. Giggity, we need drinks. By the way, we're drinking during this podcast. I have beer. Nate has beer. Uh, Senator Giggity, you hungry shit. And <laughs> Senator Giggity is in my kitchen right now pouring himself and Vito crown in seven. Yeah, crown You're in welcome, seven. You're welcome, Vito. <laughs> so <clears throat> I think that's it. Uh, maybe Pam Iorio, old former neighbor of mine. Les Moma, or I'm sorry, not Les Moma, Les Miller, who was student body president at USF back in the day and has been on the uh, Tim City Council for, and Hillsborough County Commission since. Um, sorry, and this is when Vito realizes he made a huge mistake. Well, we drank it. So there's, I mean, but those aren't the only, I mean, I still think they're going to do a national search and end up pulling some rando president from some AAU institution that's been a provost somewhere else. Yeah, we're going to hire, like, hire the same way we do hire football coaches, which is you go get like the assistant from, you know, whatever school that's Utah. I know, but like, we, 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 you can jump. Like, I can't even finish a sentence. Yeah, this is how everybody talks around you. Yeah, Leave that in. Oh, yeah. All right. So. <laughs> <I think> <laughs> <laughs> So, 20 minutes in on brand as usual. <laughs> Hashtag brand. Um, so let's. Oh, don't we? Don't we sound some. Hey, props to Vito for making us sound some. Yay! Deserve that unnecessarily stiff drink. We got. So, we, we've got a really nice uh, soundboard. Um, and if you guys have ever seen news, Newsies, I don't know if it's in the musical, newsies. but in the newsies. in the movie. They did not have na- soundboard in the Crick, uh, movie. Listen, newsies. It's a perfect analogy. There's a bit in the movie where it's like, what, whose printing press did you use? And he's like, I only use the best. I want to thank you for letting us use your equipment. 
Thanks, Teddy. Get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm talking about? Jesus Christ. So fuck off. Okay. Moving on. Georgia Tech. We won. Hey! We won. Fuck you, Paul Johnson. Man, he was an angry little white man. Mad as fuck. Did you go to the game? Did he talk? Did you take him? I didn't talk. I didn't see it, but he was... He was talking about, oh, they got us on that holding penalty on second and uh, second and ten. Yeah, blame, in the, blame that, quarter. you fuck. Uh, Stop turning us. the ball over, coach. There's your problem. Don't worry about the penalties. Where yeah. are the turnovers? Related. with athletes. <laughs> Offensively, yes. Defensively, they are stiffs. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, just, it was bad. Middle of the pack of the AAC? For, or, sorry, Forever. AAC. <laughs> Maybe middle of the pack of AAC. Right. Yeah, probably. Um, so, 49-38. 17-30. And it could have been much worse uh, early in the first quarter, midway through the first quarter. USF is driving. They have it first and goal at the five, three straight runs up the middle. And then they try the pick play with Darnell Solomon and Tyree McCants. I like the call for going for it. I was okay with the play call too. Oh, I love the play. Call. No, I, I love the play call. And I love the fact they went for it. So, I'm amazed by all the play calling. Yes. It was I, so good. And we maybe will, it's because there's a, what he figures is a traditional quarterback, but it's, it's working. It is working. It After just two sucks. Games, two games, two games. It just sucks that we had to waste, you know, the best player we ever had. Like, we totally, you know, wasted. shit bag of an offense. Uh, well, we just wasted his entire senior year, but whatever. Colin in our Slack channel who said he got a really nice car, but it was a stick. Yeah. And now that's, he's got I automatic. Think, I think that's, I think that's pretty good. Um... I mean, I I even went up to Sterling Gilbert after the game, and I like I saw him, and I was like, that was that second half play calling was fantastic. Yeah, oh, he and he's like, yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. I think, and he was like, this is a huge program win. And I was like, it is, uh, but again, fantastic Wait, play calling. He, did he flip? Was he established? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sterling and I have buried the hatchet for. Oh, I know what that means for this. I think. <laughs> so in the second half, USF ran 35 plays. Only five didn't gain any yards. Three were incomplete passes. One went for no yards, and one went for minus four yards. The very next play after the minus four yards was Blake Barnett's 22-yard scramble for a first down, which coincidentally is USF's only explosive rushing play on the season so far. Blake Barnett, so 22 far. yards. Somebody's going to turn on a jet one time, and it's going to go. It's like, going to go. I mean, we— s- Now, explain to me. I, I'm, I'm not good with uh, metrics. Uh, explosive play, that doesn't mean kickoff returns? Yeah, no, off, play from scrimmage. Off, off, play from scrimmage. Okay, offensive explosive, explosive, uh, explosive okay, play. I got you. So— um, That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I think really— if it wasn't for Blake Barnett and the offense's heroics, uh, you mean Airbnb? Air, hashtag Airbnb. Hashtag, Shout out to hashtag Vito. Hashtag uh, SB Nation. Yes. Hashtag uh, TTS. Yes. Um, Terrence Horn. Oh, Horny. off my the top rope twice. God, that dude is. He's hashtag fast. He's hashtag fast. And by the way, he caught one too. He did. So isn't just one of those guys that like settles under a ball and then takes off. He can make plays He's, in field. Okay, so what? he had he had the two kickoff returns for touchdowns that were phenomenal. And, and the first one was good, too. That almost broke. Yes, the the, yes, it was a stru- shoestring tackle. Like, if that doesn't happen, he's gone because he, all he had to do was beat the kicker to the edge, and he was going to be gone. And then they kept kicking to him. And then they Are they kick- fucking insane? That was... <laughs> yes. yes Joey are. Knight had to walk home naked. <laughs> and Joey Knight 
and then he and then he weaseled out of it. Yeah, it was fu- it was funny. hashtag weasel night weaseled out of it. Like he hasn't had enough shit the on the internet hashtags. this week from you people. It was uh, it was really funny. Uh, we were <laughs> we sitting waiting stuff. for Coach Strong to come into the media room after the game, and he looks back. We were, I was talking to uh, Chris Torello of Spectrum Sports, and uh, Joey looks back and is like, "All right, deal's a deal," and starts like pretends to start taking off his shirt. <laughs> it was really funny. It was it was, uh, it was a nice little moment there, and. Nice to see that Joey Knight has a humor, a sense of humor. I want he's you guys. To, I want you guys to know, you the fans know that he's oh, actually a funny person. That's true. They don't nice see that. They don't know that they we do. Trail. Yeah, he's actually funny. He's a funny he's, guy. He's a funny guy. He's he a very is. funny guy. Funny guy. You, he's a funny guy. Funny how? Hi, Rebecca. <clears throat> funny guy. Inside joke. Fuck off. Okay. Leave that Fair enough. Yeah. So Terrence Horn touched the ball on the offense twice. One was a out route for a first down. The other was the touchdown where he makes a guy miss on a screen and goes in for the score, which I mean, there's not much more you can ask from a guy as a true freshman to come in second game sparingly played in the first game and make that much of an impact. Timo was a freshman. By the way, you guys are sitting here, so you can't, you can tell, like, I, I know I'm getting a little chunky, hard, my yeah. nipples are pretty hard because I'm thinking about that tunnel screen. Oh my <laughs> God, that tunnel screen. Woo! It was nice. It was nice. So um, sexy. So, Real offense, people. Real offense. Put your dick away. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's pork and pigging people. <laughs> the offense. Um, it was just fantastic. I, I can't speak highly enough about how well this offense humped. There was no way Georgia Tech was going to stop the, the offense in the second half. Charlie no, Strong said in the press beautiful. conference. Said in the press conference, he told his defensive coaches, I don't care if you give up a thousand yards, just get us the ball back because we are going to score. Yeah. And turns out Bentley Sanders, Mike Hand combined for the forced fumble that Nico Saltel picks up. USF drives that right down the field and scores. Uh, Kirk Livingstone creates the interception. He goes under the uh, the block, hits the quarterback, ball flutters. Vincent Jackson Jr. is not there to knock Nico Saltel off the ball. Nico <laughs> catches it, returns it 12 yards or 22 yards. DJJ showing and up. And then uh, Blake scrambles in for the go-ahead score, the, you know, the icer. And uh, even then, that oh, fourth so and happy. one call, so it was Willie Taggart-esque of- To call how, the screen, call bubble to McCants on fourth and one. On fourth and one, you need- Fuck yeah. And he, Charlie Charlie said in the press conference yesterday, he told Sterling during the timeout, if anything, just get the ball to McCants. There's no way someone's going to stop, a corner's going to stop him one-on-one. No, hell no. He's and 5'11", it, 240, and he can run around you or through you, his choice. That's a big bowling ball. It, it, was, fa- it was just- Cannonball. Again, and uh, that's just from passing. Tyree McCann's third 100-yard game. There was a stat correction on Sunday where uh, the Wait, stat- you're telling me our stat crew made a mistake? <laughs> no. Stop. Stop. Uh, no. What? Is this the same one that does the soccer and the softball games? Doesn't Chris Oladokin have a tackle on Saturday still in the books? <laughs> that one's according to ESPN. <laughs> Chris Oladokin has the a tackle. The worldwide leader. <laughs> I can't touch. That. I think I have three or four. <laughs> to deal with that. I can't touch. That. You really? Did you get yelled at? No. Did you get yelled at for making fun of the stat crew? By the way, those guys. It's uh, not USF staff. By the way, it's the same guys who the, do the Bucks games. Yeah, fuck those guys. Right? It used to be. I'm not Bunch sure. Of stick carriers. So I know participation's a USF thing. So every other sport is scored by USF staff, except for men's and women's basketball. They bring in two people, but usually it's the sports information important. staff that does it. Um, but for football, you can't because you need like. In, impartial you need four you need three people to call a football game i've called football i've never inputted football but i've called football before Have you, you played need a football people. game um so we actually had two debuts the two guys that weren't able to play game one played in game two running back 
Theron Bell, and running back Jordan Cronkright. Woo! Fantastic. Jordan starts off his career with a 14-yard rush on the first offensive play of the game. Uh, gets banged up, but he does come back in once Theron Bell, unfortunately, gets banged up. Yeah. Coach Strong was optimistic. He said it was going to be a game-time decision. I know I, I saw Theron Why Bell. Why play him? It's a little late. Fair. Uh, I saw Duran Bell uh, on crutches with a boot on his right foot toward the end of the game. So it's probably high ankle or mid-grade sprain. I would just rest. Sit you've, got a, you've got enough backs. So USF has has enough backs that Elijah Mack didn't get a running back snap. Huh. Sands either, right? Sands, Sands had four carries for 11 yards, so it wasn't much. But uh, Duran Bell... 12 carries, 69 yards. Nice. nice. And a touchdown. The first career touchdown. Um, so, I mean, I was touting Duran Bell as the guy for oh, six months, seven months now. I, I feel vindicated almost. Um, vindicated. But if yeah, he's hurt, it, he needs to stay healthy. He missed all of last year with a knee injury. Let's hope it's not too serious. Um, <clears throat> defensively. Who cares? So, okay. <laughs> Honestly, no. who cares? It's, okay, hold on. I care. Vertex going to get their yards. They're, of course. No, no, no. I'm saying they played pretty well. And you, you're you going to see the number. What was what? It was 378 the last I saw. It was, so, I think they finished with they finished with 419. Then. 419. Okay. So, 419 rushing, and you go, oh, God. Like, that's top five in school history, right? I mean. Yeah, 475 is the, the 478. record. 478. 478 by Florida State. Right. So, they probably got Delvin close. Co- Dalvin cooked. Um, so like you see 419, you go, uh, but honestly, like I thought they contained well. They tur- they were clearly trying to be aggressive, force turnovers. And honestly, when you're playing against Georgia Tech, who just wants to control the clock and run it down, take chances. Try and hit somebody. If they get behind you, they get behind you. They get 25 yards in the middle of the field. All right, fine. Stand them up the goal line. You know, I'm okay with being aggressive there. So I thought, you know, there were times, I mean, certainly the start of the third quarter was a little not great. And that's two straight games where the third quarter has been a bit of a struggle for the defense. But um, I thought they played pretty well on the whole. And it was a lot of bare front, but it was bare front with, with two guys standing up on the ends. Yeah, it was it was like a modified uh, on TV. They call it a three, four. I wouldn't call it a three, four because no. the two guys standing up were defensive ends. Absolutely. Um, it, so it was definitely a modified just to get more speed. They were standing up and it worked well. The guy, the two guys that really stood out to me were linebacker Khalid McGee. Mm-hmm. And corner Ronnie Hoggins. Now, McGee had some over pursues in the first quarter, kind of got corrected. And Charlie Strong said in his press conference, they were cracking back on him in the third quarter when they were doing the, they called it a red bone when they bring the guys in tight. They bring the A back, the AB back uh, around. So there's another blocker. And, and it's an arc do, block. Yeah. And he just, and he just he basically just, takes out just, the first linebacker. Exactly. Teams, right? So that's, uh, Khalid still ended up with nine tackles and he led the team. He has 20 tackles through two games so far, and it's his fourth, fourth and a half game as a linebacker. I think that shows that the move to linebacker is going to pay off if it hasn't already. Um, And then Ronnie Hoggins, up and down game, but overall, um, he's the heart of that defense. I think it's clear. It's crystal clear now, much like how you can hear me right now that he is the heart and soul of that defense. Uh, he missed three plays 
late in the second half um, and was like, all right, I'm coming back in. There's no doubt about it. I'm coming back in. Yeah. So he, he got hit. I was sitting um, like 50 yard line, like 10 rows up for the first half. And then he got popped somewhere in the first quarter. And I went, Oh shit. Cause he got dinged really good. And he came out and I was like, Oh God. And they're like, who just came out? I was like the only guy who's making plays right now. <laughs> and um, so that wasn't good. Um, but the fact that he played that well and played that well hurt is um, really nice. And so um, I, you know, they, I, I did a Q and a with the champagne room today and they asked me, who's the defensive player that stands out to you right now the most. And I said, Ronnie Hoggins. So I'm super excited about where this defense is. I think they will continue to get better. Um, the depth, I mean, they were hockey shifting, you know, and you can't do, you can't hockey shift and hockey shift. I'm talking the front four and, and, you know, four, two, five set, you know, they were doing a lot of front five front, but they were shifting four at a time, which means you got to have eight guys that you think can play on the defensive line. If you're going to hockey shift like that against Georgia tech and they did, and they felt like they had the bodies to do it. And I thought they did pretty well. They had a couple freshmen in there. I mean, Tyrone Barber, I saw his, his Jersey a lot. Um, Rashawn Yates. Rashawn Yates. He got the he got these guys are starter. These guys are true freshmen and they're coming in and doing that kind of work. I mean, and Kelvin Kegler, I know there was a fourth down. uh, Sorry, Kevin Kegler. There was a fourth down in the first or second quarter. He comes in and he comes out out of nowhere, destroys the quarterback on a fourth down. He unblocked the left guard, just went with the left tackle and blocked somewhat. It was a two on one and left Kegler unblocked on a fourth and six. And, and that's just, a redshirt freshman, correct? He's a sophomore. He sophomore. got a lot of run last year. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. Sorry. And just back. absolutely yeah. destroyed. And Charlie Strong said, I can't believe that he did so well. I told him five plays in of, of getting cut, you're going to be wanting out of the game for the rest of the day. And Kegler came up to him today and said, coach, you're still waiting for me to ask you to come out. <laughs> that's awesome. So, I mean, the, the, they got push. They stayed in gaps. They, you're going to make mistakes against uh, that team because you don't see that offense that often. But I thought they played really well. They did. So, you know, um, and believe me, if they're able to ball hawk and, ter- and force turnovers, they're going to get a bunch this weekend because holy shit, does their opponent suck? <laughs> yeah, they're they're not great. And they lost their best player uh, two weeks ago, uh, the season opener, uh, Mike Dudek. But other than that, they're got, good. To be f- they have a running back. Mike Epstein. He had eight carries, 105 yards, long 38 against Western Illinois. I get it. And they have a but, quarterback who's who can move. I watched their Kent State game. They have a quarterback who can move a little, but they just make so many mistakes. Their offense clearly doesn't have any rhythm or timing to it. Their defense does a lot of that where you look at the guy, no, that was your guy. No, that was your guy. And they all like stare at each other because they're poorly coached because Lovey Smith. So like, you know, I think Hardy Nickerson's their defensive coordinator. I don't know how much to blame him. I don't know how much to blame Lovey, but like, Holy shit, that team is poorly coached. When like, Donnie Abraham leaves before the season, you know that's <laughs> eh, not great, Bob. <laughs> Donnie, Donnie's like, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> so um, this team is not good, and I am not. I, I should probably be a little more concerned than I am. Spreads opened at eight. It's up to nine and a half. I we got dick teased by Fear the Wave. What? Oh, saying that we were the we were an eight point dog or whatever. Oh Damn man, oh. I was so I was, cruel. Man, I was about to send Olivia to college. I was about to buy a two store. <laughs> man, it was gonna be nice. They were like, we're getting points. What? <laughs> so, like, I don't gamble like real money, but I would have put a bunch down on that. I do have. Uh, <laughs> I've had two people ask me to put down bets for them for this game. <laughs> 
game and I have, they are online. They sent me the money and I said, all right, you're booked. Whatever you want. Can I ask a question? Sure. Yeah. Where's our buddy, uh, Natron? Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, he's still Natron Culpepper. Great question. Thanks for the question. Right. Um, Natron Culpepper is still with the team. Uh, he hasn't been arrested. I don't think he's in trouble. And even though he was dealing with some injuries during fall camp, I don't believe he's injured either. I think he's just dealing with things. Let them sort themselves out when they get sorted and go from there. I'm excited to see him when he comes back and he's wide and ready to go. And you know what? Bentley Sanders has come in and done a very good job. Yes, he uh, he did well. Uh, He didn't get the start. They gave it to Mikhail Point, um, but Bentley created the the forced fumble that kind of flipped the game for us in the fourth quarter. So good for him. Um, Can we talk about how loaded they are at secondary? It's nuts, man. It is nuts. So Mike Hampton, who basically blossomed last year and just kind of come out of nowhere and can cover like he is not just a zone slip, like drop back and hit. He can man up, cover a guy running a go on the ladder and he can knock balls down. Uh, Someone asked Tyree if Terrence Horn was the fastest receiver or fastest person on the team. He said, I don't know. I mean, we call Mike Hampton slow, but he's actually very fast. Yeah. And um, I know Taquan Marshall had, he had the 42 yard scramble, or no, it was the 81 yard uh, touchdown pass that Ronnie Hoggins actually blew the coverage on. He bit and he was gone. Um, Mike almost caught him, but there was a there was another receiver there to block him, kind of slowed slowed him up. But he, I I think he would have hawked him down. But after back to back special teams plays like that, your defense isn't expecting that. I, I, when that touchdown happened, I almost went, you know what? Whatever. What, what do you expect? Like it's, it's like exactly. You, you can't, yeah. Exactly. Like uh, I think I put it on Twitter. I, I threw the house account. I said, well, I I can't. I'm not even mad because you can't go 98 yards, 97 yards on two kickoff returns, and then you're on the field for 13-plus minutes. Defense is out there essentially, what, 20-minute, not 20, but like 15 minutes straight? Yeah, just about. Um, Game action, uh, it was 13 13 minutes of game action before the offense went back on the field, 30 minutes of real time. Yeah, that's, I mean... That's asking a lot of that's you. A, that's a, now, again, we'll take the points. By by all means, if you're going to kick it to Terrence Horn, he's going to run into the house every time. We'll take it. Exactly. Um, so we've got a bunch of questions. I think we should. Kinda, we have a ton. And they're actually good questions. They're actually good once. questions this, this week, which <laughs> shout out to y'all. I guess if we start doing good stuff, you guys will start asking good questions. Even if we use good equipment. Thanks, Vito. Thanks. All right. This is in uh, Colin's wheelhouse right here from at Matt of Mind. What are your overall thoughts on the eight and one start by volleyball by the volleyball team, and can they keep it going? Please hold while I stand up. <laughs> Woo! Eight and one bitches. I've been waiting a long time for a damn volleyball team to start a season eight and one with a win over LSU. A win over Brooklyn, who was an who NCAA tournament, tournament team. Who was in the tournament team. They swept the weekend up in New York. Brooklyn? I mean, uh, I believe Hooligans they, from Brooklyn. And I believe they swept last that, weekend as well. Those sound like words, yeah. So, I mean. So, here's the thing. Shout out to Courtney for getting it together. Courtney. No, Courtney's yeah, the shit. We love Courtney. And so, I don't know anyone in my life that works harder than her. Just at, at everything that she does, she just gives 110%. She's full of energy all the time. 
I don't know where she like finds the ability to do it with a husband and two kids to, to do what she does every day, but she just works so damn hard at everything she does. And so I'm so happy for her. Um, this team, I, I went to the first, I went to the home weekend when they were here and I was really excited about what I saw. I thought they had some ability to hit the ball, um, which is the number one thing you need. Like in, you know, in, in, in volleyball, in volleyball, if you can't, if you don't have a, a somebody who can attack the ball when you're out of system and put the ball down, you're going to fail. It's like not having a quarterback in football. Like you have to have a quarterback. You have to have what they call an out of system terminator. Somebody that when, you know, shit goes to hell, you can just set that person and put a ball down. So she's been looking for that player. And I thought the opening weekend that I saw it, it was going to be um, this freshman that they bring Lindsay Pliapol, who's really good too. But it looks like Jakara Walker has been even better for them. Um, she's been terrific. They have the ability to put the ball on the floor um, in a way that they haven't. They've got some diversity in their offense. Uh, Clara Payne is a senior. Is their middle blocker has always been like really steady and consistent. Um, she's getting to, like even more shine and run this year. I just I really like this team. If they can pass the volleyball, um, and I and their setter, their new setter Brianna is terrific as well. She was our player of the week last week. But if they can pass. I think they can play with anybody. And this conference is down this year. There's only two teams in the league that are getting votes in the poll right now. So uh, there's no top 25 team in Wichita State and Cincinnati are both getting votes. There's no conference tournament in volleyball. So you got to go out and win. You just got to beat people. There's 20 games, you know, is it 20 or 22? It's 22 now. So you got to play 22 games. Best record wins. They might be able to get in the mix for that. You know, it's possible you play everybody twice, so we'll see what happens. But I think they could I think they can hang with anybody if they pass the volleyball. We'll see. We shall. Moving on from at Z Perdomo. <clears throat> Which is worse? The academic branding, the USF Wizard, Carl Z getting on the Jumbotron, and offspring of Martin Finley and Matt Baker. <laughs> That is the ultimate USF Twitter question. It is. is it a poll? No, it's it should have made. It's should've just a question. Should have made us. it a poll. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. It was so awkward. All right, so which is worse, the academic branding, uh-huh. the USF Wizard, uh-huh. Carl Z getting on the jumbotron, uh-huh. an offspring of Martin Fennelly and Matt Baker. Ooh, it's always Carl, but yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the answer is always Carl. The answer is always Carl, but if it's fucking not Car- Carl, fucking Carl. But if it's not fucking Carl, then um. I don't actually have a problem with Matt Baker. Neither I know people I. give him, I think he's fine. Like, I think people give him shit. I don't know him, but like he, you know, I think just Bulls fans just give him shit because You're they're gonna, just pissed off anyway. They're yeah. just, they're just at, hashtag Matt online. I don't have a problem with the wizard. I think he's funny. I think even he's getting tired of his shtick. Yeah. So like the wizard, last game, he's just like, I don't want to fucking lose. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm fine with like, I'm fine. He seems like a nice kid. Like I'm not rooting against him. You know, it's fine. But like the, the biggest thing is the academic branding is a, freaking nightmare it's and it's really bad super it it, it needs to be it, and it, i they need to stop it the rollout. Has giant repercussions it has giant repercussions they need to stop the rollout. huge um so carl and then the branding or branding then carl are they 1a 1b no branding carl and then matt baker last whatever's in the middle is in the middle oh, the wizard oh, guy yeah, yeah, right, yeah that's re- okay All right, um so this is from danny morales at danny underscore morales underscore hey, what's our biggest biggest weakness Bigness. at this point of the season excluding depth at kicker um weakness i don't think we can say that we for sure have one i think it might be offensive line quite frankly yeah uh more so injury. i'm a little There's worried no, about the, the depth is scary yeah. uh if, if one or two of those guys get injured then you're throwing freshmen so early in the or, 
on that drive where we go for it on fourth and one, it goes to Solomon, he drops it, but there was the flag kind of negated everything. On third and goal from the one, it was a run up the middle, and people are going to freak. The people have freaked out that, well, oh my God, why we'd run the ball up the middle three times? Well, like the four times previously on that drive, we were gaining four, five, and then 10 yards per play. First and goal from the six, I think it was Trevon Sands or Durant Bell got four yards. So it got first and goal to second and goal at the one, uh, or second goal at the two. We get another yard. And then on third and goal, William Atterbury misses a block. He misses a blitzer from the B gap. It's all him. They go two on one. Marcus Norman, they go out and he uh, he gets tripped. The running back gets tripped up and then he comes across. Another defender comes across and stops him a yard short. If that block's picked up, the guy coming from the side does not have enough momentum to completely stop him. And I think he falls forward into the end zone. So you we have to understand that even though we hate the play call or Oh my God, hashtag HB dive. It was a good play call, poor execution. And that's uh, okay. Like we're fine with, you know, you got to put players in position I to think win, you, but sometimes they're going to miss. I think you guys, I mean, I think we've established that we were not fans of Sterling, but we have to make sure that we know. I'm fine with him now. This, this, <laughs> this season has been fantastic from him. Yeah. Um, it's two games. In. Can we also say congrats to Kobe Weiss? He came in. Vivinetto was apparently sick. sick. Not, he, who, who knows how long Kobe knew he was coming he in? Came in, had chills, seven just for couldn't seven shake on it. Points. And, yeah, Big. and you know we haven't missed a kick. We haven't had a kick blocked uh, yet, yet, block, yet, yet, yet. Blocking yet. has been pretty good. So yeah, um, so far Trent Schneider, the Aussie, Tempe. has been fantastic. Uh, he does like the drop, like rugby kicks. Yeah, no, on I, the end you over, can't fuck with the end over ends, and uh, they're they've been really good. Um, I never understand. Like, I'm gonna run six yards to the left. I'll never. I'll get eighty yards. Listen, I'll never. Australia get is a weird and dangerous and wonderful place, and you don't get to fucking question it. That's fair. Uh, this is from Ryan Shard at Huck it. I huck it deep. Uh, any thoughts on? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just read it as it is. I know. All right? It's more the delivery than the any, actual name. Any thoughts on a running back separating himself from the pack? Also, over under a thousand Bulls fans at Soldier Field. One. I think it's a clear Cronkite, uh, Duran Bell, 1A, 1B kind of thing. They'll, Cronkite Bell. That's my favorite I think it's going to be Bell, then Cronkite. If Cronkite. all things equal, I think that's how it's going to be. Uh, you can just tell from the carry distribution. Um, but remember also Cronkite's had the ankle. and They both have leg injuries. They both injuries, had so. ankles. And, uh, They're both very nice people. Yep. Good kids. Like Good kids. Good kids. Very volunteer. fast. Um, so I think it's two by two. It's going to be two guys ahead. Yeah, and then fine. Quit asking. Yeah. And then Sands will probably pick up the scraps. And then I don't. Why are you being mad to our listeners? Why are you being so angry? Johnny because Ford did a really good job game they one. Won who knows if they're trying to keep the red shirt there. But he did. He So they did bring him in. Um, I guess Terrence Warren was a little gassed uh, on the Man. third kickoff return where they squibbed it. Uh, and Johnny Ford was back there. It just it didn't go to him. Um, so we'll see. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? But you it seems you like get four. Kronk so. and Bell ahead, pull yep. ahead, and then yeah, whoever's oh, healthier yeah. probably gets. Yep. Um, so, the, I mean, over under 1,000 Bulls fans of Soldier Field. I think oh, it's going to be well over. Gonna, you know, well, well over. I'm going to say slightly over. I might know a thousand Bulls fans Soldier Field. Like everyone and I know is going. Giggity's going. Yeah. I'm going. Like, um, a lot of my old friends are going. They're all bringing wives. Some bringing kids. Even like this is gonna be. This is gonna be like Tulane. Like if you went to Tulane last year and you saw the crowd, 
it's probably gonna be close to that. So well, I feel like Chicago's more appropriate for kids. <clears throat> That's true. Let me put it this way. I, I was taken to New Orleans a few times when I was a kid, and uh, you know, here and I am. Look, so yes. don't do Stay that. Stay tuned for a post on what to do to Chicago. What to do in Chicago. Whoa, what are you doing to Chicago? Oh, Vito does Chicago. So there is a <laughs> – oh, people keep asking me about things to do in Chicago. Get the bean. So yeah. flick the bean. Flick the bean like Mean Joe Green. Do people say you can't cut it out? That was I, funny. I, I, don't <laughs> I don't even know what you – there's the bean like sculpture. Bean. There's a bean sculpture. I understand. It's also Just, a, a The League reference if you've seen The League, which is uh, a great show. I actually, like what, was it Nick Kroll who said that? Yeah. Okay, that makes sense now. He's hysterical. He is. So um, there, everybody's asking what to do in Chicago. Um, there is an alumni association event Friday night. There's um, two. There's two. There's one for if you're young and there's one if you're old. Old. I'm old. I'm actually yes. going. I'm having dinner with a couple of friends at Michael Jordan's. Me too. We're going to... Uh, What's the other thing we're doing? Oh, we're going to the Cubs game. We're going to the Cubs, Cubs game, game which is a Friday afternoon game. We're going to the Memory Institute. <laughs> we're going to hang out there for a little bit. The Chicago Aging Studies uh, Institute. Um, there is the official tailgate, which I believe is sold out before the game, correct? No, it is uh, perfectly. I think it's still accessible. Uh, it's, is it? It's in the club section of Soldier Field. The travel package for the true olds who don't listen to this. Uh, it sold out. <laughs> and that thing was not cheap. I knew. That was like, uh, you know what? You know, see those old guys with the, you know, really nice polos and the braided leather belts with the USF logos on them? Those are the guys that are going. <laughs> they sold out of the, yeah, the official travel package quick. That. Yeah, it's really not cheap. Um, the, uh, the one for, um, there's going to be... If uh, you're around, there's going to be a couple tailgates in the parking lot. If you yeah. search around on Facebook, you might be able to find one or two. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's oh no, there's no shortage of tailgates. There's going to be plenty of stuff to do. So, and that's before the game. And then Saturday night, um, hookers and blow right on uh, Madison Avenue, I believe. Yeah, Madison, isn't it? Yeah, it's in Chicago. Isn't that's it? New York. No, Madison Ave's the the Madhouse on Madison. Yeah. Oh fuck! I've never been to Chicago. Really? No, that's where I'm going. You asshole. So the last time I was in Chicago um, was the hookers Notre Dame game. Yeah, hookers and blow Notre Dame game. So Stop that was like slapping your beer against your goddamn laptop. Okay, say it stopped. He'll keep calling. He'll keep calling. He'll keep calling. He'll make me feel guilty. guilty. <sighs> All right, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. Shit. <laughs> to be fair, it's a Chromebook. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, you elitist motherfucker. I guarantee you. What do you have? An Apple. I got the touch bar, bro. And that, and by the way, his is very fly. And it's, I, I uh, use, I use this as the, if this thing falls apart, I don't care computer. Okay. This travels with me everywhere. I don't e give a shit. Everybody over the age of fucking uh, 25 here has a Chromebook. So. Right. You, Cause they're great. Like I would never take, I don't want to travel no, with that. I wouldn't fucking travel. That's like with a that. really nice computer. It's more you have, you know? my car. Right. That thing's awesome. Like I would never take that anywhere, but the Chromebook. If I, oh, it's, I'll throw that against a fucking wall and it'll bounce <laughs> off. And guess cares? what? Oh, porn crazy. It oh. still works. It's like a Nokia brick from the, the early 2000s. You couldn't even put that. On. You couldn't even put that fucking sentence together. You're too young. You don't even know. No, no it's it, 98. 98. It was actually the crown is the reason you couldn't put the sentence together. <laughs> don't Sorry. ask for my liquor. <laughs> well, Molly and I went to Chicago a couple years ago. It was an amazing experience. I have some places to say. If you if you do like art, go to the uh, the MFA in Chicago. It's a great museum. You're an MFA. Okay. You're an MFA. I already said it. I wish no, I'm not actually. <laughs> yeah, we don't. Just, we don't. We don't mean masters of fine arts. Just to wait. Okay. I got weird. So that's how it is in their family. 
Hmm. <laughs> Where's your brain? Why'd you kick me? What's your brain? Why'd you kick me? Why'd you hit me? I asked you first. I asked you. What are you in for? Drugs. <laughs> Drugs? No. No, I'm straight. No, I'm asking. What are you in for? Drugs. Drugs. You know he was actually on drugs during that? Oh, yeah. Because Charlie Sheen just, <laughs> yeah. Charlie just made of drugs. Yeah. I Allegedly. heard that you were feeling ill. Are oh, we just doing this now? Headache, fever, and a chill. I have Came a scorching case of herpes <laughs> and my father's gun. And that's actually not a, a movie quote. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um so this <laughs> went off the rails real fucking quick. Um let's see if there's any other uh, questions that we kind of right. want to get to today. Um uh, there's one that's from get to. at Robert Stieg Life. How many law how many more losses will it oh, take for Lovey to get guy. fired? Lovey or Robert? Both. Fair. No, actually, you know what? Lovey's got a decent beard. Wow. Okay, I, I love you, Robbie. That's good. No, there's one question that I want to fucking have answered. Go for it. What's up? I don't have the questions. Oh, oh, about the lack. Oh, yes. Um, so Michael Kelly had an interview. We talked and uh, not in, but go ahead. Oh, for real? It wasn't <laughs> yeah, about no, the local go, interest. No. Oh, I think we. Do you want to discuss about them changing practice all the time? And oh yeah, that? we need to talk about that. Oh yeah, I'm fine. So with that. okay, so get all, all the <clears> ramp up. To yeah, that, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, here's a question that. It's interesting because at preseason, there was a lot of folks who were talking about this team. Um, this is hashtag Go Bulls uh, 2-0 uh, emoji Go Bulls, a bull emoji Go Bulls at USFP5. What in the world is going on with Temple? It seems like a lot. Their quarterback sucks. Yeah, Frank Newtile is no Philip Walker. Anybody so they were this from uh, Philadelphia is a big hunk of shit. Fair. That's not a incorrect. big gray hunk of shit. I fucking yeah. hate him. He's he just is such a bitchy. You know person. what? From I what I understand is people from Philadelphia never follow through on plans. No, they don't do a fucking thing yet. They piggyback off and somehow profit. It's the weirdest. It's fucking the weirdest thing. thing. Oh my god! And they wear terrible hats and bad sunglasses and terrible haircuts. Oh, it's awful. Uh, anyway, hi, Colin. <laughs> oh, you're here. Oh, <laughs> I hate you guys. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand what's going on with Temple. They need to get their shit. Fixed no, they don't. ASAP. No, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. Uh, so they were calling him Frankie Juice before the season, and they're I think it cursed not, him. Not anymore. Frankie Juice. J U I C E. I didn't. I, I didn't okay. think you said something worse. That was his nickname before the season. Um, I watched the whole Villanova game with like the car crash ambulance interest you know what i mean it was yeah. like the secondary tv and i was like oh my god this kid's terrible like how is this happening oh, frankie Jews is crazy and then they're they're they might not win a game dude ecu's gonna beat them like hey let's let's calm down no i've played mm. ecu is terrible i know they beat you no, 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 i know but. ecu's fucking terrible and they're about to get wrecked by hurricane god bless don't do, well, let that happen but like you know go ahead and god pray for greenville and all that but um <laughs> <laughs> but I really we felt have, that. Yeah, hey, listen, I'm an ordained minister. You can suck my ass. <laughs> but fuck my ass. I said, suck my. Whoa, <laughs> man, that, that uh, headset's going right to your. Yeah, just, <laughs> there's no throwaway lines for you. I hear. Yeah, no. <laughs> you're uh, over there on the sex trap. I know. Well, fuck my ass. <laughs> okay, I actually forgot what I was talking about. Oh, sorry. Uh, Temple is no. Leave it all in. <laughs> no. no, no. Temple is not doing great. But I'm still concerned about them because they tend to beat us, and I don't like that. I ain't worried this year. Um, 
games I'm worried about this year. Uh, Tulsa? You're Legit reason to worry at this point? What? Maybe? <laughs> On the road? I mean, they played Texas tough, but that's not really saying much. Houston? And Houston Cincy. terrifies the shit out of me. Of course. And at Houston Derek, and Cincy are your big ones. But now Houston we don't have... Speed. Doug we, God, Derek King is going to shit on this defense, I think. Put a spy on him. you going to have to. Yeah, that's, you can put, that's you gonna gonna so be, tell us to spy on Derek King? No. Whoa, uh, no that's going to be Khalid McGee. That's I don't know if you people can tell that we've been drinking on this one. <laughs> um, all right. So Pappy Cullen burps into the fucking. All right. So here, for real though, for real though, um, our final thought uh, on Saturday, Charlie Strong called out the media. Yeah. Called out the local media. The local, local media. media. Yes, yes, yes. Um, no one covers them. Um, even story. there, there was a very full room in there. Yeah. In the the media room, um, we <laughs> cover them. Here. I mean, we cover football. We're out there. We go to practices. Well, you know what? Practice. I used to go to practice, and then it became uh, not needed anymore to go out to practice. I'm going to go tomorrow because I want to talk to Sterling and BJM, but there's no point in going to practice anymore. You should bring Sterling some flowers. I really should. Some oh, be nice. no, bring him a Russell Stovers. Yeah, a heart-shaped uh, one. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> nice. That's a little... Um, so... Hey, you do you, bud. You, you can't have it both ways. You can't want everyone to cover you and then not give us any access and then change around practices all the time, change the day of the press conference. And then uh, you can't send me at one o'clock that now practices at four. Okay. You can't, when we asked to embed, when we asked to, you know, do extra in-depth stuff with the team, you can't say no, you cannot be Richard Johnson. When he's writing, you know, pieces about all the coaches, state of Florida, you got to give him better, you know, he's writing in-depth stuff on Arizona State, who's getting pilloried in the national media, and they open up to guys like that. Um, there's a man. I don't know if, even know if I can say this. Herm Edwards is a fucking weirdo. Um, UCF opened up their arms to pretty much anyone, and they will give you whatever you need. Yeah, no, yes. UCF to get a store. You know what? USF needs to start being a little whore. Oh, they need to start sleeping around. You can whore with the media. You can, to, if you need, look, if you're worried about PR, if you're at Texas, Tom Herman doesn't need to whore with the media. He's going to get covered no matter what. They don't need, they don't need it. When we, we need it. And so don't, and, and I'm fine with Charlie getting up and calling out people and saying, we don't get enough coverage in the media and that's fine. But then you got to do your part. And, you know, and I'll give Charlie this. We went up there, you and I, to uh, Hartford, or for Providence. Newport. Newport. <laughs> Jesus. Just name all, all of the, the New England one cities. Beer. <laughs> one beer. I flew out of one airport. I went in the other, I think. I don't know. So That's a euphemism. Nope. Um, Same airport, in and out, both ways. Well, that's that's right. It's Providence. Well, also yeah. I usually go. I usually go to Hartford when I go there, though. So um, the, we made the effort to fly 1,200 miles up there. Like, he... You know, he made the effort. We got available to be with all the players. That's great. You shouldn't have to fly 1,200 miles to get good stuff, you know? And we want to do something <laughs> different. What? Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, that was Pablo Escobar's quote. It's <laughs> a good line. But, like, let us do some stuff here. Let us do some more in-depth pieces on coaches and players that are here. 
let us sit and watch film. You know, we try and watch film as best as we can from the TV angle. They got the good shit from the all 22s. That's, I mean, that is my dream. Let us sit there and I've gotten to do that with coaches before like years and years ago. It's awesome because you see things that you would never see. We're doing the best we can. Show it. You know what I mean? Walk us through it. You got a problem with Tell us what we're wrong about. Tell us. Hold our hands. Right. Basically. basically. And it's, you know, you know what really helped Willie Taggart uh, in the 2016 coaching cycle? That embed that Stephen Godfrey did. Absolutely. I was going to say charisma, but yeah. No, that embed uh, that came out either it was right before or right after the UCF game. That that was that was the start of, okay, he's not going to be here. So they've got to do a better job. And you know what? I think under Michael Kelly, I think these things are going to change, and I do think they'll get better. I think so. And, you know, with baseball, I've been able to have a lot of access. With the the other sports, we'll get more access. Even with men and women's basketball, we will get access. But for some reason, the football, the moneymaker, they do not want you to see a thing, which is just flat-out insanity to me. Like the NFL – the height of secrecy will let everyone watch practice for 20, 30 minutes. You'll get a good portion of the, like the first few periods. And they're like, okay, you guys, you guys good. And they get full walk around lights, rights in the locker room. Like I talked to Almond about this. Like he's like, you know, he came from covering USF and then he goes to cover the box and he's Greg. Hi Greg. And, and the thing that he said, the, the biggest change was, it's just so much easier to do my job because I have so much more access to people. If I have questions, there's like people there to answer them. You know, I get, I get coaches every day. I get players every day, whatever I need to do my job, it's available to me. And it's not like I have to book something 48 hours in advance to get a student athlete for five minutes out on a practice field. I can walk up to that guy and have a 20 minute conversation in the locker room. You know what I mean? And like, after a good practice or bad practice or whatever it is. It's just the ease of access. I'm not saying that college student athletes should be subjected to NFL levels of access. They're not professionals. I get that. But there's somewhere between where we are and where we could be that's going to be a hell of a lot better. And if you want to bitch about, you're not getting enough coverage locally. And by the way, you know, I did this last year. Somebody on staff came to me and said, we can't get any coverage in the local media. I said, he said, we can't get on the local news. I said, all right, I'll check it out. So I went, I covered two weeks of newscasts. We're Florida, Florida State, and us, we're all playing. And Miami. And I, I got Tim from uh, Bubba Prague on Twitter, who's my buddy Tim. He sent me one week, and then I taped them all the next week. We had per second more coverage than all the other schools. So we say, like, we act like we're not getting the coverage or whatever it is. We are. It's just we're so damn insecure about the schools up the street and other places. So some of it is our own personal biases yeah. looking against it. But – the other, I, and I, sh- I sent, you know, some people the, the data that I pulled and we're still getting coverage. There's only one team that the Tampa Bay Times covers full time with a beat writer. And it's your team and it is the home team. So you guys can bitch and moan and complain about coverage all you want. But guess what? The Athletic has a full time Gator writer now and a Florida State writer. They don't have a USF writer because there's just not a market for it. And believe me, I would know. Because I thought about jumping off the bridge and trying to charge you guys like 10 bucks a month for USF coverage at one I'm point. Not for that shit. Right. And there's just not, there aren't enough people that are willing to pay for the coverage. No, I just meant for your writing. Oh, I appreciate that. I, I, you know, I wouldn't pay for my shit either. But like I was going to charge people 10 bucks a month, 100 bucks a year. And I didn't think there was enough of a market for me to make a living at it. Straight up. So, you know what? If I can't even get that done, then in my own hometown, then how the hell can you expect every other media it's, outlet to just ignore everybody else? It's just not here yet. I don't know why, but it's not. We don't have 
but it can get better. It can, absolutely. It gets better. It gets better, one, you got to win, and two, you got to give better access to those that are already there covering. I said my piece. And look at, and and Mike Kelly's, and Michael Kelly's going to fix this. Can you imagine paying $10 a month for your very own The Athletic Writer, Carl Z? <laughs> Carl Z, why I'm doing I would the pay athletic. several hundred dollars a not to, to not, not have, have to read that. it. Yeah. The athletic I got my athletic subscription was like 30 bucks a year. Like it's cheap. Like it's Wait, really? Yeah. Shit. It's okay. so cheap. Like I and I, I mean I get it for the Philly coverage. Like I was watching Eagles film breakdown today. Like they have the coverage that they give is really in-depth and it's really quality. <laughs> I'm sorry. And there's no ads. That's the best part. No. Because you're paying for it. But you're not paying that much. You're eventually going to have ads. At the end of the day, if you give folks like us, Dakota, uh, Russ at Rivals, the the access that we need to to push it, it's there. But only those three, though. Not not just those three, but it it, really though. Help us help you and help and help Knight help you too. And I mean, like he's he. I know some of the. I mean, I'm not going to talk about it, but I know some of the walls he's run into over the years, and they're really silly. They're silly walls. I mean, I think I can say that. I mean, we've had multiple conversations, him and I, sitting outside of practice for half an hour, waiting for them to open the gates. And we're like, well, why are we even here? Right. Why? What's the point? You want more coverage and you can't respect our time. What's the point? You say you're going to be open at 430 and then you open at five. Like, <laughs> You leave work. It costs you money because it, you have it, to leave work to do and that. It's, and it. That's what killed, like, I talk to, like, I don't have a job where, like, I have a job where I can kind of like, hey, I need this day off, this day off. But we've still got to set our schedule in advance where I say, okay, Tuesdays are press conference days. That's the day I'm going to do everything I need to do to set up the week for USF because I'm also running a blog. Okay, so if their press conference is at 1130 on Tuesday and then we can do this podcast Tuesday night, perfect. Now I have to split up my time where I've got to figure out a way to still get to the press conference Mondays now and then to the podcast and still be able to afford to, you know, feed my family. So the, uh, I mean, there's so many things that can be, and if it happened every once in a while, if you showed up at the gates at four thirty every once in a while and say, Hey guys, it's still yeah. five today. If it happened like once a month, even you'd be like, yeah, you know, shit happens. Of, but it's yeah. all the time and it's constant. And that's the problem is it? And it has been that way. At least since, I mean, certainly at, at some of Willie and a lot more with Charlie, to be fair. I'll be honest. I've only been to four practices to take photos for the blog. Every time that we went there, we waited You're at over. least a half hour. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's two hours of our lives and four practices that are just gone. And I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm a national media person and I show up to just, you know, take a sneak peek at USF, they don't open the gates for 30 minutes. I'm out. See, that's the thing now. If you're a national media person, you get in, you, you get, get access. in. Oh, you get, they walk, you get <clears throat> Andrea, Anderson. Andrea Anderson walks right, right in. in. Well, she is. Uh, what's, what's awesome is she's coach, considerably better journalist than all of us put together. Fair, fair. Uh, Charlie strong calls her sis, which I thought was fantastic. <laughs> like sis, you leaving? And she's like, yeah, I gotta go. And she was wearing some fly ass kicks that day. Really? Oh my God. They were, uh, they were Nikes. They were fresh AF. Oh, Nikes. Wow. Good for you, Andrew. Burn them. Burn them. But right. if Bruce Feldman comes to practice, guess what? He's seen it before we do. And we're the ones out there every single day. And that's some But bullshit. it's got to start locally, you guys. Before we get recognition nationally, it has to be local. Oh, here's the question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so Giggity found it. So 
uh, at Cole, at FL underscore Cole on Twitter says, asked me, rank members of the TDS staff in order of least to most likely to be able to make it through a full football practice as a participant. And I said, I would answer this on the podcast. And I did a little Twitter Q&A yesterday. All right. So uh, of the staff. Dead last, me. No. Sure. no, no, I'm you can hit good. people. They can put you on a line. Well, no, it's a practice. It's a practice. practice. Re- Conditioning. Like a Tuesday, like full pad practice full or like a Thursday walkthrough? Yeah. Full pads, hot as shit. Oh, sweating your tits off. Yeah. I'm out. No. All right. Let's, let's go down the staff here. Con- I think Connor might be first. Ah. He's not great at basketball. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, I smoked his ass. But he's so ass. handsome. He actually is very handsome. Delicate features, blonde. All right, fuck you guys. <laughs> trying to defend you, Connor. Um, yeah. It's, it's, maybe, you know what? Maybe I could stick it out. So we'll go Connor last. Sorry, buddy. Uh, then me. Okay, hold then on. Then Jamie. I have the whole list. I have the entire Slack channel up. Okay, so what about Sandy? Where does Sandy fit? She's probably midway up the chain compared to the rest of us, right? For sure. <laughs> she seems fairly athletic. She does. Um, I think she, I think she'd be good, like, Slot receiver, Sandy, on the, or and, and by the way, her towel game on the sideline get everybody hyped up. Oh my god, flames, absolute oh, yeah. flames! If best. you don't have energy, you're not worth it. She would crush, okay. smoke. The towel get this hyped? is a practice, practice. I'm talking about have practice. Have you been to a USF practice? Oh, they waving towels out there sometimes. Board drills, they wave yeah. the towels. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So okay. Last Connor, second to last me, third to last probably Jamie. I'll take me over Jamie, but it's close. Just because Jamie's going to fear Colin, I think Jamie. I think Jamie's in surprisingly good shape. He's he, in better shape than he's I am? in dad shape. No, he's in better shape than I am right yes, now, for yeah. sure. But also, he fears contact like no other. Like that, that requires well, it's pra- it's interpersonal pra- practice. It didn't. It require. It requires personal contact. Jamie is like very anti personal. I've never seen you space. touch another human. So <laughs> Nick. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Nick's probably I've seen the Nick. Nick's like 6'3 and Wait, hold up. Nick is 6'3? He is huge. He's a big dude. Nick wins this. Nick wins. Oh man, I did not I did not expect Nick. As the dude that met him, I was like, holy, are you a bass? Are you an athlete? Like Nick is in shape. I've just seen pictures, but I paid for those pictures. And actually, we gotta it's we gotta put Gary on here too. Gary might be below you guys too, but we'll you and Connor. Leave Gary out of this. Leave Gary alone. I love Gary, but like, you know, I I guess I just want to feel better about yourself. I also find it hilarious. Um, I might be the first person ever in the Daily Stampede to meet Gary and because we're going to both be in London at the same time. Weird. Yes, that is is so weird. weird. (laughs) Wow. Um, Uh, Oh, the other people are. um, uh, Okay, so Carl's probably up there because he is actually athletic. Um, Ryan was a. Sprinter. Ryan's gonna be one. He's, he's actually the actual like he was a track track athlete, athlete right? in college. Yeah, he lettered at Emory. So Steeg Steeg's probably up there. He, I mean, yeah. he was a kicker. I mean, he wasn't a great kicker when he played high school football. He's more but a soccer player than a kicker. Yeah, he would definitely be up there. Um, a pal, apples. He well, broke his he broke his hand playing catch. <laughs> <laughs> catch. Can we tell? Can we tell who he was playing catch with? No. <laughs> I don't. I mean, yeah, he did break his hands and he put it out on social, so that's fine. But that's yeah, he broke yeah, his hand well, playing catch. Find it yourself, kids. Yeah, figure it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's probably it. I yeah. think we got everybody. Uh, yeah, oh, and Vito. And Vito probably summer top four, top three. I'm right here. I think Vito's in pretty. Yeah. Good. Where? Yeah. Where do you fit in? I'm you're you don't, you're stocky. You've never, stocky. You've never Stop. actually written anything. In that's a horseshit. I actually I've been published on your fucking website. Really? Yeah. Oh, I remember exactly. You would be. You're top. You're probably top four as well. That's really bad, fucking sad. 
I know. You might be like a tight end or something. No, fullback. You're, yeah, you're damn right I am. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So I'm probably dead last tie or tie with Connor. And then it just goes up from there. I, I, right. Well, now you I brought, think he brought, Nick, he brought Gary into this. Yeah. Gary Ryder for a website has been got, for years. I feel like Gary's got stump strength. So he'd be good, like, ah, just a good offensive line. Short burst. You got, you only have yeah. to be, your offensive no, line, no, you only no, have to yeah. be fast for three yards. Mm. Well, yeah. Okay. I never met him, but once I met Nick, I was like, Jesus, no. dude, you are tall. And, and I mean, I Gary lives Nick, in Nebraska no, and they build, they build them big up there. So he could True. be, he could be like a six, like he could be six, seven. We have no idea. He's one Jamie? of those corn fed no, offensive Gary. linemen. Gary. No, no, Gary. No, no, no. Yeah. No, Gary wins. Sorry. He, he's, Nick wins. Nick wins. Nick yeah, Nick, right. then the, Ryan, then and that's Carl, not, then what you think for the reason? Senator, and then Vito. Vito and Senator, I think, are right. fight it out. Right I think yeah. we're like no, no, we're going to move right this. Now. We're going to move this chest of tables over, and we're going to wrestle it out. <laughs> well, he'll beat me in wrestling, but I'll beat him in speed. All right, you want to bet? I've got all the speed in the world. All right, that's it from us. Thank you for listening to the Bluminati podcast presented by RP Electrical Solutions. Why? You can call them at eight one three nine four nine twenty three ninety for all your electrical needs. They do residential and commercial. That's 813-949-2390. Make sure you are prepared for storm season. Find them on Facebook at? RP Electrical Solutions, LLC. If you want this high quality of uh, awesome, awesome, awesome ad reads, you need to contact? Uh, Nathan at nbond1 at. There it is. Mail.usf.edu. You can holler at me too at usfcollin. at gmail at gmail.com senator me senator giggity at gmail.com that's a real thing really you know always tweet me at uh at anthony vito underscore or a, a vito at mail oh a vito drunk a vito drunk oh there it is um follow us on twitter at stampede sbn follow colin at colin sherwin follow nathan at bulls nathan sbn vito already said his because i'll always forget it Follow Senator Giggity at Senator Giggity. It's all and simple. And then like kids. us on Facebook at the Daily Stampede.com. A USF Bulls fan page. I think. That got weird. Um, okay. Oh, and by RP the way, Electrical Solutions, 813 949 2390. Find on Facebook. And last thing, um, if you haven't done it yet, text Green to 48421. Green to 48421. Get you the latest Bulls updates. You know, we sent out the press conference this week. So, like, green to 48421. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. Go Bulls. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.